0: In this podcast, I will go over how you can take full control of your life and become successful when you are young. But I don't care if you're 15 years old, 25 years old, or 55 years old. If you feel like you're not in full control of your life, or if you feel like you can improve your life in any way, this episode is for you. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Sticks and Stones podcast, where I talk about all things related to business, social media, especially TikTok, and life improvement as well. My name is Stone Frederickson, the host of the show, and I thank you so much for tuning in because I'm so excited for this valuable episode. Make sure to stay tuned to the end because it's jam-packed with value. Also, be sure to share the podcast on your Instagram story and tag me so I can hit you up. Let's dive in. Now, number one. I will be talking about how you can shift your mindset for maximum success by developing a growth mindset. Now, I know what you're probably thinking, Stone, is this another one of these guru types of things that, that people just say to do but doesn't really do anything and just mean it's a bunch of nonsense? Absolutely not. And in fact, if I had to pinpoint one thing to my success, I would probably say that it was my ability to develop a growth mindset and utilize it in every asset of my life. So let me explain kind of what a growth mindset is, and then I could talk about the benefits of having it and then how you can develop one. So what is a growth mindset It is when you believe that your success can be developed by effort and learning. Okay. It's also when you view challenges and failures as opportunities for growth rather than setbacks. Just those two points alone are super important for you to grow in life and for you to become successful and just live the life that you really want and that you that you dream of, right? Every single successful person that you look up to, every single successful person that's out there that is living their dream life and that is actually happy, I can guarantee you has a growth mindset. Why? Because having a growth mindset allows you to be not only more disciplined and motivated, but have more of a positive outlook on life. And- more likely to pursue opportunities to grow and learn, which can lead to success in all of life. And let me fill you in on a a story where my growth mindset led to my success. Okay, for those of you who don't know really my story or what I did, I got really big into e-commerce and then transitioned into personal finance and uh, compound interest and uh, investing, which led me to start my first TikTok account talking about those things. And I grew that to 50,000 followers in less than two months, Which then led me to start my second account coach stone. Now I, in in this process, I was always looking for opportunities to grow. I was always looking for problems that needed to be solved. I was always looking for entrepreneurial and business opportunities that I could pursue. And when I grew my account to 50,000 followers in less than two months, hundreds of people were reaching out to me saying, how did I do it? How did I start? How can I do it? I had my coworkers and my friends ask me, yo, I was thinking about starting a TikTok. How can I do it? Instead of repeating myself over and over and over again, I thought, why don't I just start another account talking about all these things, inspiring people to become creators, showing them how they can grow and make money and just giving valuable TikTok and social media tips? And that's what I did. And I started that account and I stayed consistent with it. And I grew that account to a hundred thousand followers in less than two months which then led to August of 2021, where I turned 18, started my social media agency called Stone Media, and now that produces multiple six figures a year. So that's just one example of how my growth mindset has led to my success. I was always looking for ways to improve my life, to improve other people's lives and to pursue my passions. And I was always looking for business opportunities. And when you have a growth mindset, that's what you're looking for. Okay. I wasn't focused on how I was working a minimum wage job at the time, how I was still in high school and I was making no money. I wasn't focused on any of that. I was focused on growing. I was focused on learning. I was focused on What opportunities were out there that I could pursue that could get me to my goals? So how can you develop a growth mindset? The first thing that is super important is to support yourself around positive, supportive people that you want to be like. We've all heard the term, you are who you hang around with. And I think that is specifically true with the certain amount of people that you mostly spend your time with, the one, two, three friends or family members that you really spend your time with, you become them subconsciously. You think like them, you act like them, and you behave like them. Okay. And it's why I always say that the cycle of life really starts with your environment because your environment is what creates your thoughts, your thoughts create your behavior, and your behavior creates your environment. And it's like this cycle. So in order to change any of those to in order to change your thoughts, in order to change your behaviors, in order to change your life, changing your environment is one of the best things that you can do. And when you surround yourself with positive, supportive people that are not shitting you on what you're trying to do, that are not absolutely spreading so much negativity on what you're doing or what you're trying to pursue, it allows you to develop this growth mindset and, and just become more successful. So surround yourself with people that you want to be like surround yourself with people that are going out and have this develop and have this growth mindset for themselves and that are trying to make a name for themselves and that that are trying to do something and have that, that positive impact on society. I'm not, I'm not telling you to go surround yourself with seven, eight, nine figure entrepreneurs, because that's probably hard for majority of you. But what I am saying is surround yourself with people that are just positive, That are not always negative, that are not always bringing drama, that are not always shitting on you, that are not always, like I said, negative. Surrounding yourself with positive people that are working hard, that are also having fun, that are nice, that are supportive is crucial for your mindset and developing a growth mindset. The other thing to develop a growth mindset is to look for ways to grow and learn. Expand yourself both mentally and physically every single day, okay? Develop your skills and your knowledge, right? Read books. Hey, watch educational YouTube videos, listen to educational podcasts, uh, listen to educational books, right? But also go to the gym, go for a walk, eat healthier, like expand and grow yourself mentally and physically every single day. It's huge for you to do this. So that way you can develop that growth mindset. The other thing with developing a growth mindset is viewing your failures as opportunities for growth. Listen, Failure is a part of your life. Focus on what you can learn from them and how you can improve rather than getting discouraged and giving up. I've never seen people viewing failures as an actual failure. Oh, I failed. So that way I'm a failure. No, the people that are successful, the people that are achieving the life that they want, they fail all the time. But they look at it as an opportunity to grow. They're like, hmm, what did I do wrong there that I could improve on and not do moving forward, right? View your failures as opportunities for growth, not setbacks. Now, moving into point number two, building strong relationships and connections. All right, so now moving into value point number two that will dramatically change your life. I'm going to be talking about the number one cheat code when it comes to living the dream life that you want, becoming successful, learning something quickly, or even just making 10 times the money that you're making right now ladies and gentlemen i am talking about building strong relationships and connections having a strong network of people that will benefit every aspect of your life is crucial so let's dive in so when you have strong relationships with family friends and mentors it plays a crucial role in your success okay this is where you will gain support where you gain advice guidance new opportunities, new experiences, but more importantly, the ability to impact more people at scale. Let me give you an example. If I help someone with a certain problem, or even if it's just some encouragement or some guidance or some support, and they're able to perform better in their career or their business and impact three other people, that's what I mean by impacting people at scale. And Say if it's a creator and I help them continue to post and stay consistent and and put more videos out and they help hundreds of thousands of people, I am creating my impact at scale. That's why I love what I do. That's why I love working with creators and brands and seeing them make an impact because I'm able to, to spread their impact, but I'm building an impact and I'm making an impact at scale. And the same thing goes for people that help me when people help me, I'm able to help not only the creators, the clients, the brands that I work with, but also my audience. I'm able to continue to put out content for you guys, right? Relationships and connections are vital to your success in life. If you don't have them, you are fucked. It's safe to say that having strong relationships and connections with people is by far the best thing that you can do to change your life and improve it so that way you can become successful. Not only do you gain more confidence and better mental health, but you gain more inspiration, more motivation, and the ability to cut your learning curve in half. So you don't have to learn everything or do everything. This is super crucial, and when I realized this, this was a light bulb moment for me. The fact that I can ring up someone that was specialized in YouTube, the fact that I can ring up someone that is specialized in brand deals, the fact that I can ring up an accountant or someone in my network to find an accountant or someone in my network to find a social media manager to bring on my team, cut my learning curve in half. Cut my, my time in half so that way I don't have to get online and search on Google and figure out what I need to look for in a person like this or how to f- search a person that I'm looking for. I could just make a phone call from someone that I really trust and that I really uh, love and, and that I provide value to and they provide value to me. And again, cut my learning curve and my time in half. Building connections and relationships is super important. I think we've, we've covered that. Now let's go over how we can build these strong relationships and connections. First off, I highly recommend reading the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. If you haven't gotten the book already, I'll put the link down in the description right there uh, for you to get it. But it is by far one of my favorite books, and it is vital uh, for you to to read in order to learn how to build uh, really meaningful connections and relationships with, with people and how to get people to love you, too. And some of the things that I'm going to be going over right now or come from that book, but also just come from my experience of building strong relationships and connections with the people that I really love in my inner circle. So the first thing is to be a good listener and show empathy to others. Shut your mouth, allow others to talk and listen. You might learn a thing or two. People love talking about themselves. Okay. People love when other people give them attention. When people ask them about what they do, what they love. What they would do in this scenario, right? So the other thing is show them, show people that you understand their experiences and that their feelings and not always blabber something back. Show empathy. That's, it's, it's crucial. I have a lot of people shitting on me for not going to college, but instead of me saying, well, I'm not going to college because X, Y, and Z and this and that and this and that and getting defensive, I show empathy. I totally understand that when a 40-year-old, 50-year-old, 60-year-old, 70-year-old, my grandma, grandpa, someone is confused on why I'm not going to college, I'm empathetic towards that. I understand. It's new for them. I get it. I totally get it. So rather than trying to defend myself and trying to argue with them and spread negativity and maybe even spike up my emotions to a a place where I'm getting emotional – I just show empathy and I totally understand where they're coming from. I totally understand their experiences, them growing up and how they're feeling. They care about me. They care about my security. They care about my comfort. I get it. But that's just not the route that's, that's best for me in my opinion. So rather than me getting defensive and all emotional, I show empathy and that is crucial for building that strong connection and keeping that strong connection and relationships. The other thing is, Be there for others and show support, offer support, just be present for someone, offer a listening ear. Some people don't always want you to say something back. They just want someone to talk to. And I've really realized this as I'm starting to build really meaningful connections and and relationships with people that are outside of my hometown, that once you build a stronger connection with them, a a stronger relationship with them, oftentimes they just want someone to, and, and, and they start to, to really trust you. Oftentimes, they just want someone to talk to. They want someone to to listen to what they have to say. And the other thing is, offer a helping hand with a specific task or challenge. Offer support. Offer value. And one of the best ways you can build relationships and connections with people is just to add value in their lives. Plain and simple. Add value. If people are struggling with something, if they're struggling with anything, offer support. Offer a helping hand with with the specific task or challenge that they're dealing with. The other thing, number three, I would say to seek out mentors and ask for advice. So many people do not ask. Don't be afraid to ask people for help. People like to help. People feel like you care about them and people, and people feel like they have a meaning. They have a purpose when they are, Helping you, but also are getting asked to help. When I get DMs from people asking for help, especially from my high school friends or people that I really grew up with, it truly means a lot for me. You know, it's like, wow, this person actually sees what I'm doing, sees my value, and is offering to listen to what I have to provide to them. That means a lot. And somehow the narrative has changed to where asking for help is a bad thing. And I think the educational system has a huge issue with this. When you're asking for help, you have to ask for permission to ask for help. You have to raise your hand. That right there, I think, allows people to think that asking for help is bad, is useless to do, or is a bad thing to do because you're wasting someone else's time when you could try to figure it out yourself. Absolutely not. In this day and age, it is almost impossible for you to just try to figure it out on your own. Ask for help. Seek out mentors, whether it's a friend, a teacher, a coach, a family member, or a mentor. Ask them for help and have someone to turn to for advice and support so you can achieve your goals and utilize them. Don't be afraid to utilize them. That's what they're there for. A lot of people have this like limiting mindset that they just can't ask for help and that asking for help is bad. It's, it's ridiculous. And to be honest with you, I have developed that when I was younger because of school, because I had to ask for permission to ask for help because I had to raise my hand. And sometimes you get in a point where you're, you're asking for help and you get a teacher out of luck and a teacher gets mad at you for asking help. I just went over that. Yeah. You could have been listening, but you're asking for help again. Like you're asking maybe for a little clarity and, and for a teacher to yell at you for a friend to yell at you. Oh no, you can figure it out on yourself. You shouldn't surround yourself with someone like that. If they're not willing to help you, then maybe you should evaluate that relationship. Okay, and that's kind of what I what I evaluated with teachers. When teachers wouldn't offer to help me, or or wouldn't even help me if I if I asked, that was a huge red flag for me. And looking back at it, the teachers that I really loved, the coaches that I really loved, would would show that support, would show that that resource, and and, and them as a tool, them as a resource, right? Like, hey, ask us for help we want to help you grow. That's crucial. Now, value point number three, this one's super important. All right. I'm going to show you something that allowed me to grow my success and my life. Unlike anything else, it's something that 99% of teenagers and young adults don't do. And it's probably the main reason why they aren't successful and they aren't living the dream life that they wanted to live. And that is setting and pursuing goals. This is super underrated. I'm sure you, you hear it all the time. Oh, set goals, set a, set a plan, right? But so many people do it wrong, and so many people kind of just vaguely uh, do it or, 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 or just kind of roll over it. They don't see the importance of setting and pursuing goals. They don't understand that it provides this sense of direction and purpose. They don't understand that it helps you stay focused and motivated and not get distracted by parties, smoking, drinking, the bad influences, the friends that you know are bad, but you still want to hang out with them because you want to impress them. They don't understand that goals, setting goals and pursuing goals allows you to stay focused. It helps you grow. It helps you develop new skills. It helps you with time management, and it gives you the ability, most importantly. To take control of your life. I just, I, I just had a conversation with someone that I really look up to, one of my millionaire mentors on how to set and pursue, pursue goals the right way. And I'm going to share it with you right now. Okay. Number one, this is super important. Define your values, your ideals and your passions and make goals around those. So to give you an example, I value adventure. I value freedom, kindness, honesty and learning. So this is super important. You want to define what you truly value and not what other people value. Do not make goals based on what other people value. That was a huge mistake that I, that I did in the beginning. I would make goals based on other people's values or I would watch a video of someone t- talking about how to set a goal and they're talking about how they set a goal for a million dollars because they wanted to buy uh, a Ferrari and it subconsciously kind of made me think that that's something that I value, but that's totally false. When I really took a step back and really asked myself what I, what I truly value and why I was doing exactly what I was doing is because I value adventure. I value experiences. I value learning. I value freedom. And that's why I'm so obsessed with, with personal finance and investing and, and making an impact on people. Okay. But, Understand and define your values, ideals, and passions. Okay. The other thing is understand the difference between lag measures and lead measures. This is super, super important. Okay. Lag measures tells you if you've achieved a goal or not. And a lead measure tells you if you're likely to achieve the goal. Let me give you an example. A lag measure would be getting a Porsche, right? That is the result of what you did. Lead measure might be making a video every single day to gain two hundred thousand dollars to buy that Porsche, right? Lead measure is basically the action that you need to take in order to achieve the goal. And then the lag measure is really the result of you doing whatever that lead measure is. So here's what I want here's what I want you to, to do. I'm gonna circle this all all around to setting goals. Okay. I want you to make lead measure goals That have lag measures in mind. So lag measure examples for me would be experiencing certain places in Europe and Italy, et cetera, right? Um, Going and and building connections with X amount of people, right? I don't want to get into specifics and I'll tell you why in a second. But those are kind of those lag measures that I want to do in in experience, right? Now, what are my lead measures that I need to do to achieve that? We'll get into the lead measures a little bit later, but focusing on the lag measures, I want you to make your five-year goal and your one-year goal. These are usually finance goals and lifestyle goals, but make them attainable and made around uh, a purpose to achieve something that you value. They might be a certain amount of money or uh, a monetary goal or whatever the case may be, right? Um, Buying a car or buying this or buying that, but you shouldn't just... Set it with that intention. It should be to get a certain amount of money, or connections, or experiences, whatever the case may be, because you value that. That's why you start with defining your values. Make your five-year goal and your one-year goal. Okay, make them attainable and and uh, something that's based around something that you value. Now, talking about those lead measures and breaking down those goals into smaller, achievable steps. This is what I want you to do. Okay. I want you to break down your go- those big goals into smaller achievable steps, which are going to be your lead measures, okay? So I make my yearly lead measures, my monthly and my weekly, which kind of falls into my daily me- lead measures, okay? Lead measure examples could be posting X amount of videos, going to the gym X amount of days, right? Making X amount of calls, right? That year, that month, that week, that day, Okay. These will tell you if you're likely to achieve a goal and will help you achieve your goal when you do them. And then the lag measure is the result of what you did. Make sense? Hopefully this makes sense. But this is super important. I know this is a little bit more advanced to your standard little setting goals uh, framework. But this is super important because when I followed all the other uh, goal setting frameworks and I achieved those goals, I was still unhappy. And it was because I was setting goals based around other people's values and not what I truly value. So when I obtained that goal, I was still unhappy. Base your goals around things that will make you happy. And when it comes to staying motivated and and staying on track with your goals, here's what I want you to do. Number one, review your progress every week and every month. Okay, Celebrate your successes and do the things that you value. When you achieve a goal, when you do a lead measure celebrate that success. Okay. Whatever it is, right? Going and get some ice cream, uh, going out for a drive, going to play around a round of golf, going to get a massage. I don't care what it is, whatever you value, right? Going on a trip to somewhere that you wanted to go to, whatever you value. The other thing is make any adjustments that you need uh, to your plan. Your plan may change. Your interests may change. Your values may change. That's fine. It means that you're growing and evolving, but make those necessary changes to your plan. And lastly, Surround yourself with supportive people, uh, but don't go around telling everyone your goals. This is one of the reasons why I'm not really specific on my goals on on this video, because me saying my goals, you saying your goals to other people will give you a a, a sense of dopamine and a sense of achievement when you haven't already done anything. That's why I, I really don't like talking that much. I like doing. That's why for the first six months of my entrepreneur journey, I deleted Snapchat. I deleted Instagram. I deleted TikTok. The only thing I had was YouTube and I would create YouTube videos while documenting my journey in e-commerce and building my businesses. But I cut off vast majority of my relationships that I had with people in my school because they weren't benefiting me and what, and my goals, they weren't aligned with my goals and my values. So I, I operated in silence and I knew that if I went or go, went around telling them that what I was planning on doing and what I was planning on achieving, I'll get this sense of dopamine and and less drive to go ahead and achieve those goals. So don't go around telling everyone your goals, but surround yourself with positive, supportive people that will help you attain those goals. So don't surround yourself with people that are just const- constantly being negative, constantly distracting you, constantly being a bad influence for you, and doing the things that you know you don't need to, you, you shouldn't do, but they're doing anyways because. Again, they do, they probably don't have goals. They're probably not listening to this podcast. They're probably not taking action on this information. This is super important. And exact. And when I when I started setting goals and and a plan and pursuing those goals and a plan based around the things that actually made me happy and based around my values, my beliefs, and my ideals in life, my whole life and my whole success started to change. But the problem is, is that a lot of people again will pursue goals and will set goals with what other people value. Oh, Susie values this, so I'm going to set a goal to obtain this so that way I can obtain it and basically impress Susie or impress John right? Oh, John, John's striving for this. This is what he values. So I'm going to set goals around something similar to that. That's how to set goals. Absolutely not. And the the worst thing is that most people do it subconsciously. They don't even know that they're doing it just like how I did it. When I started setting my goals, I set a goal to make a hundred thousand dollars last year. Okay. And to basically convince my parents that I didn't need to go to college. Now, I set that goal with the intent of making $100,000 to convince my parents that I didn't need to go to college. But little did I know I set those goals because I valued adventure. I valued freedom, but I didn't, I didn't go at it with that aspect. So when I made $100,000, when, when I convinced my parents that I didn't go to college and I didn't go to college, I was unhappy because I didn't celebrate my successes. I didn't do the things that I value. And that's what I'm doing this year. I'm traveling a lot more. I'm celebrating the successes that I had and that I'd gotten by doing the things that I value. And when I'm restructuring my goals, I'm restructuring them with the end in mind. I'm restructuring them around the things that I truly value and not what other people value. And this is why you need to stop listening to the other gurus out there that are telling you to keep working hard, to not strive for happiness, but to grind in your early years and do this and do that. They are do they are saying that with their values in mind. They are telling you that with their values in mind. And a lot of them are doing yourself a disservice by telling you that and not mentioning that that's coming from their value system, their belief system. And your value and belief system might be completely different, which is fine. But that's why it's super important to understand your values and base lag measures and lead measures around those. Hopefully that helps. Let's move into value point number four which is super, super crucial. This is something I believe every teenager and young adult needs to hear that will change your life. Listen, the world isn't fair. It doesn't owe you shit, and you don't deserve anything. So many people nowadays are complaining about reality in the way it is instead of acknowledging reality in the way it is and making decisions to make their life better. You must embrace personal responsibility. And that's what I'm going to be talking about here today. You see, the importance of personal responsibility is crucial for your personal growth and success because when you embrace personal responsibility, it means that you're acknowledging that your choices, your decisions, and actions have a direct impact on your life. When you embrace personal responsibility, you are taking ownership of the consequences that result from the actions that you took. When you take personal responsibility, you take control over your life. You see, people don't understand the benefits of taking personal responsibility. They don't understand that it it increases your confidence. It improves your relationships. Okay. It allows you to be in this state of staying true to your values and your beliefs. But more importantly, you stop making excuses. You stop complaining and you stop blaming other people for how your life is. So to embrace personal responsibility, it's important to number one, hold yourself accountable to your actions, acknowledge what you're doing. And when you are doing something right and something wrong, this is where you must be honest with yourself. This is where you must be honest with yourself in terms of surrounding yourself with the right people. This is where you must be honest with yourself of doing the right things, doing the wrong things, doing things that, you know, won't benefit your life, doing the things that are not in line with your goals, doing things that are aligned with your goals and doing more of those. So having a to-do list, but more importantly, having a not to-do list. But keeping yourself accountable. Okay, this is super important. People do the shitty things that make their life shitty and then complain about why their life is shitty. No, keep yourself accountable and understand why your life is shitty. It's super, it's super crucial. And a lot of people do the opposite. People do the things that they know they need to get done in order to achieve the the life that they want. People do the things that are good for their life, but don't hold themselves accountable and in, in celebrating those wins and realizing that those are the things that they need to continue doing. Instead, they look at it and they're like, this, this is hard. I don't know if I can, I should continue doing this, but little do they know that's what's creating their, their happiness and success when in their business, in their career, networking with other people out with other people, hanging around with people, giving them the freedom to go hang around with people. This is so important. Now, number two, and I think this it goes along with that is take initiative and be proactive, take action to benefit your life. The things we fear most are often the things that we must do. So many people nowadays are just consuming so much information. And in this analysis paralysis state, because they're so fearful and so afraid of failing. They're so afraid of taking action because they know that they have the chance of failing and having this presence of a failure. Listen, the things that we fear most are often the things that we must do. Failing is a part of life. Failing is literally a part of life. But so many people get in this information overload state and they're stressed and they're overwhelmed and they're not taking action. So many people ask me how to get started, how to do this, how do I become successful? And those are the same people that say the same thing six months later. You need to start. Just pick something and start. That's exactly what I did. I started a drop shipping store. I spent thousand I spent a thousand dollars that I saved up. And yeah, I lost that a thousand dollars. But you know what? It helped me develop the skills that I now have today. Marketing, product development, customer retention, customer satisfaction, gaining testimonials and reviews, setting up a website, building a team, leading a team, right? All these things. Again, and that goes back to what we were talking about with a a growth mindset. When you have a growth mindset, it allows you to to view your failures as opportunities rather than setbacks. This is so crucial, guys. You need to take initiative and be proactive and grow and develop yourself. The most simple thing that you can do is make your bed and clean your room. This is one of the reasons why it's Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Because a lot of people are out here complaining about other people, about their life, yet they don't even have their own bedroom in order. Take initiative and get your life in order. Be honest with yourself. Acknowledge when you're doing something right or when you're doing something wrong. And then lastly, number three, make decisions based on your values and priorities. Take the time to reflect on what is most important to you and what you value, what you truly value, not what other people value, not what you need to value in order to impress other people, what you truly value. And that might be different. That might be completely different from other people. And that's perfectly fine. However, a lot of people are not willing to deal with that because they're so focused on other people and impressing other people. And they're not in full control of their life. They're they're, they're letting other people control their life. And as soon as I started doing things that I truly value, as soon as I started doing things that I wanted to do and that I was passionate about and that I valued is when I started to cut out. A lot of people in my life that now look back out on, I was really just trying to impress my entire life. And when I cut them out, I really stayed a lot more focused on what I truly valued. And I became a lot more happier because I wasn't focused on them, what they were doing and what I should be doing in order to impress them and gain that relationship uh, and, and their attention. It, it's it's so crucial. I mean, you, you must make decisions that align with your values, your goals and your priorities. Take control of your life. That's it for this episode. Be sure to share the podcast on your Instagram story and tag me so I can hit you up. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next time. And you're welcome. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you enjoyed it, make sure to check out these over here and make sure to subscribe to the channel. A lot of you aren't subscribed. And my goal is to hit 10,000 subscribers by the end of the year. It would mean the world to me if you could subscribe. It's for free. I love you. Appreciate you. See you next time.